Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Welcome back to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast. Ken and Rory here. And in this episode, we're going to break down when it is the right time to go solo and trade for yourself. Rory, how you doing? Ken, great. How are you? I'm very well, buddy. I'm very well. I'm loving. I know it's cliche of, of British people. Would you class yourself as a Brit, by the way? It's a very complicated topic. Okay, let's not go into that one. All right, let's not go into that one. Very touchy with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Anyway, no. What I was going to say is very cliche, but I'm just loving the weather at the moment. It's nice and crispy. Sun's shining, but it's it's chilly, like a little bit chilly, like fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're saying that the sun's hitting your apartment in a nice spot. Six o'clock this morning. The whole room was orange. It was it was great. Yeah, love that. Love that. We're still drunk. <laughs> or did you get? Did you have a heavy one? Or it was no, it wasn't too heavy. It was fine. It was only two or three drinks, really. Oh, so okay. Was, oh, so, easy. Yeah. Nice. Well, it was two or three, and I don't know about the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was the life, the life of a trader. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, what well, I thought is this was a good one to do. I've had this. I, I still get this question, um, you know, from from traders just asking. Well, actually, we'll, we'll go into that in a minute. But yeah, always looks like, when, when should I go live? When should, on my own? Yeah. You know, when should I go solo? And and I, there's so many factors and things to f- consider. It's a massive step. You know, you're literally shackles off. You're jumping, you know, you're literally jumping. Yeah. You know. And there's so many different steps you can take, so many different routes you can. You know, it's not, people think going solo means quitting your day job and loading 40k in a trading account. No, there's different routes into different ways and we'll probably get in and discuss them. Yeah. You know, what's maybe going to be best? For you? Yeah, definitely. I thought, just fr- from a personal perspective for me, obviously I managed to, to get a decent amount of capital behind me. Yeah. Um, but before, obviously, I took the leap. And then, you know, I think one of the biggest lessons for, for me and then for anyone listening is those first three months, I failed. I failed miserably. So, But fortunately, one of the things that we'll talk about is I had cash there behind me savings, you know, emergency yeah. fund. Right. So if, if I don't, if this doesn't work out, I've at least I've got three months at least to pay my expenses, all my necessities. Yeah. And that's a big thing as well. Yeah. You must consider. Yeah. And there's another saying that goes around. I've heard trade your trade, your trading account, not your bank account. Mm. Don't put your bank account into your trading account. Put money into it that you don't mind losing. That's true. You know? Yeah, exactly. Not under the same amount of pressure. It removes a lot of emotion. It does, yeah. A lot. You know, it's just your trading account. You've got your savings here or whatever you might have. Mm. Then you have this money, which is your trading money. That should only be solely used for trading. And then if you lose it all, which you shouldn't lose it all, you should only ever lose no more than 20%. And then if you lose that, then you have to ask yourself, is it for you? Reevaluate yeah. definitely. And <clears throat> just on that point, when just because you just said, is it for you? I must stress to, to, to people, trading is not for everybody. Mm. You know, it's not. It, uh, it just may not be within your nature at all. Because a lot of the stuff that we do as traders are well out of our no- typical human tendencies. Yeah, you know, actually so go against your tendencies. Goes against. You know, goes you have against. to do quite the opposite. You know, people always want to let the losers run forever to try and hold on to them. They always want to cut the winners when it's the other way about. It might sound very easy, but it's one of the hardest things to do. So difficult. You know? So difficult. When you're doing that live, it's, yeah. it's a different story, isn't it? De- demo obviously is one thing, but when it's live, different story. Yeah. Now, what I want to talk about, actually, just from a personal experience, one thing that I did that worked quite well for me in terms of building up to the stage, when obviously I set myself like an 18 month target of like, okay, in 18 months, I'm going to have enough capital. And obviously I'm going to have my, I'm going to prove myself first, my statistics that I can trade in 18 months, I'm going to leave. So what I did was I gradually, gradually, gradually. So every time 
Obviously, I, I uh, had some cash every week. I was just adding to my to my trading account, yeah. so money that I could that I could spare. You know that I didn't care about to put it into my trading accounts. Little bits every every single week. Yeah. Um. So I just gradually built that up. You know, almost as if it is a bank account, but no, just adding it to my to my trading yeah. account. And you weren't trading it along the way. You were just adding it in to build. Just adding it in to build. So yeah. really like another savings account, pretty much that you were gonna. What's that, buddy? Like another savings account that you were just going to then. Exactly, yeah, yeah. more or less, yeah. Stash of money, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So during that time as well, obviously, while I was building up that account, getting it ready, um, I was also obviously trading a smaller account, smaller account, and just, uh, you know, building up my stats there, building up my track record, and making sure everything was tight, Yeah. you know, because this is, you know, I think it's key. As we said this previously in a podcast, actually, about working towards what a goal. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just you're just trading for for no purpose, exactly, for no reason. Yeah. It's r- really clear that you get that goal. So that's why I set that specific deadline of eighteen months to do what I needed to do to get there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then over that eighteen months, did you like break it into even like further like further goals, or was it just you know one month to eighteen months? Uh it's a good question. I think, yeah. like, was it maybe like quarterly views? You know, sort of like this quarter I want to kind of learn this and get to that stage, and then by next quarter I want to add these two together. Was that to, kind of so to be totally honest with you, okay, so before the 18 months, my craft was already polished. Yeah. It was polished. I knew my fundamentals. I knew my technicals. Okay. Um, I knew my strategy. Yeah. It was just about making sure that I could stick to that, you know, yeah. now uh, now that it's game time, essentially, yeah. you know, because previously when, when I was working my job, and this is, look, you can trade it and do a job. You can do that. Yeah, tra- tra- trading can be a part-time income. It can, but you still need to give it your freaking everything so um i've lost track of what i was gonna say now oh yeah my my my, my craft was already polished so that 18 months just was just further reassurance and confirmation for me and 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 perfecting that 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 strategy and 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 track record but then just getting those funds ready you know getting those funds ready fortunately i actually had a big boost when um i left my job in the city um, and i got a nice payout so that just quickly launched me into a comfortable position yeah so, so um, yeah, my my point is just gradual, yeah. you know, work towards that goal, set yourself a target, um, and yeah, yeah. What about yourself? How yeah. did it how did it sort of pan out for you? I mean, you know, like a, probably like a lot of people should, you know, start out in a demo account just to learn. You know, you don't want to p- put real money in and and try to learn. Start in a demo account for a couple of weeks or a couple of months just to learn the basics. You know, how does actually the charting software work? How does the broker work and things like that? Once you get the hang of that, the best thing to probably do is then maybe take a step back and start to learn the fundamentals, as you say. Mm-hmm. You know, learn your technicals, learn your fundamentals. And as you said, build your account up, put your money in. If you want to put a thousand in, ten thousand, hundred, whatever it may be, get that money aside. And then whenever you have that, the best thing you probably do would come to speak to us maybe mm. and say, right, what's, your, what's going to be a risk management strategy? You need to line that out. Mm. You can't just say, I'm going to put, you know, $10,000 or pounds into a trading account and I'm, go- I'm happy to lose it all. Mm. You know, it doesn't work like that. You know, your aim should be to try and preserve the money as much as you can, mm-hmm. put ten thousand in. If it goes below eight thousand, you cut everything yeah. and ask yourself, "Is it for you?" The only reason you put ten thousand in and not two thousand is to gain access to more leverage. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. Sometimes you need them more capital in your account to access leverage. So different brokers will have different sort of um, sword. Actually, different <laughs> leverage. Yeah, different leverage, but they also have like different capital allocations. So you might need to deposit oh, more money, more got leverage you. in different places. Right. Yeah, makes sense. So On. <clears throat> yeah, and on that capital front, actually, one thing that I did, um, got a couple of stories here, actually. First thing is, 
you know, before when you obviously you might want to seek, there's a couple of routes, right? When you've prov proven your, your strategy and you polished everything up, as you say, technically, fundamentally, you then got a couple of routes, right? You obviously either you go down your own funds, you go down funded programs. I think funded programs, let's save that for, we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah. We'll talk about some funded programs. Yeah. But, or one thing you do, one thing that I did as well is um, family, right? Mum, dad, you know, uncle, aunts, I wouldn't venture out too, too far. Keep it tight as possible in terms of very close family and to be like, look, this is what I can do. Um, yeah. Are you willing to back me? And here's what you'll get in return. You know, look, look at beefing up your capital that way. Yeah. One thing I did as well. So I was diversifying at the time. So my dad gave me some money. Right. Yeah. And this was when I was very big into my stocks. I was big into my UK stocks. My yeah. stock portfolio was quite strong at the time. I ended up liquidating. I'm an idiot. I ended up looking at, uh, this is a true story. I liquidated all my stock, right? Yeah. Everything. I built this up from 18 up to like 26, 27. Yeah. I liquidated everything and I put it all into crypto. Yeah. And obviously that's shatter brick, yeah. to be honest with you. So. <laughs> but a minute it happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So uh, anyway, my story was like my dad gave me some cash. I put some in a trading account, but I also, um, while I was still into my stocks, put some in stocks. Now, I actually, I don't know what happened here. I really don't know. So uh, um, I, I already owned BP shares, right? Yeah. BP. Because they paid it. Decent dividend yeah. uh, each quarter, stable, stable uh, stock. But for some reason, I think whether I switched broker, I switched because uh, I was using IG at the time and then I started using Hargreaves Lansdowne. Yeah. And I think I messed up the ticker on uh, BP because I went and bought a stock known as Bahamas Petroleum. The ticker's <laughs> BPC or something. Yeah. BP's BP slash LN. Yeah. BPC. And basically, I put um, some money of my dad's into it and I ended up. Um, it gained like 200% <laughs> because it, they, they had struck like a, like a drill, so an oil rig or something. Yeah. And this was, as I was saying, it's complete luck, mate. I, I was put, supposed to put the money into BP. And then anyway. And uh, you never even caught on along the way? You just No, yeah. no, no, no. I eventually caught on. I eventually caught on when I, I went and checked it. I was like, oh my God, what the hell? I've like, the, the money's like 200% up. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, yeah, I never told my dad about that. I just, I just gave him his money back. <laughs> I get it. So and then, anyway, yeah, that went into my trading kitty as well, which was nice. So, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, dad, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice at two blokes trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those sign up via our broker sponsorship page a nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the two blokes trading apps oh uh, but um yeah so family anyway is my point but yeah, yeah bringing it back in and I mean you know a lot of people are probably thinking they have to go out and try and source that money from family and things mm. you can still work part-time full-time while trading you know there's mm. no there's no problem with that yeah and that's what I think a lot of people forget you know trading doesn't have to be a full-time job no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be a full-time job. Yeah. You, you know what some people do? Uh, what's your, what should be honest, what's your view on this? Taking out loans. <laughs> people do that, it. Yeah, that is suicidal. It is, isn't it? Because, I mean, trying to make money in the markets is hard enough without being pressured to make money. If you take out a loan, you're going to have monthly repayments and that. Mm. So say your monthly repayments, what would a 10,000 monthly repayment be? Like, what, 250, yeah, 400 about, pounds, something yeah. like that. So imagine knowing you have to make 400 pounds every month just to pay back your loan. That's, 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 a, a, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure, isn't you know, it? And then you're going to start gambling it. Yeah. And then you're going to start putting on heavier trades and things like that. I think it's a really, really stupid idea. Big no-go. The best thing to do would be, if you have a thousand pound, put a thousand pound in. And a lot of people say to me, yeah, Rory, but if I had 10,000 or 20,000, I would have more money and I could take better trades. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, I said, look, if you can't manage a thousand pound, 
you can't manage anything more. 100%. You know, That's a true story. I used to think it too. I used to say to people, you know, I know a guy who give me investment now. I says to him, I says, look, I want more. I need more. If I have more money, I can do this. And he says to me, no. He says, if you have more money, you're just going to have more losses. I said, no, no, I, I won't. But then later down the line, you do realize that if you can't manage a thousand, you can't manage 10, you can't manage a hundred thousand. It's so true. I agree, mate. Like I've been there firsthand, you know, uh, when I had, for example, like 500, I used to do stupid shit when I first started trading, right? Yeah. In terms of quickly growing my accounts. Yeah. But then, uh, so, you know, there was a time I probably did really grow, like, you know, maybe from five to a thousand pounds up to like 5k, 10k. Yeah. Right. Seriously. But then when I did that, I also, I, qu- I thought, you know, I, and I always said to myself, look, if I get to, if I get this, this, the account to this size I'm, I'm just going to start trading normally i didn't yeah i didn't i still did the sh- same stupid yeah. shit you know and i lost it yeah. plus more <laughs> and that's the thing because people don't have that risk management yeah you know which we will maybe see for another video we'll do a video on complete risk management yeah it's a good chat sheet very good podcast that would be yeah, yeah. let's do that you know mm-hmm. how to manage risk from the beginning right through to the end mm-hmm. you know growing your account and managing risk mm-hmm. we'll do something like that yeah definitely um i mean yeah so going full-time not an easy thing to do uh, i think you need a track record yeah. You need to prove to yourself you can do it. Start off with a thousand pound. If you can grow that thousand to fifteen hundred or two thousand, fine, yeah. Put a wee bit more money in. Grow it again, put a bit more money in, holding these risk parameters, put a bit more in. And then when you reach maybe, you know, a couple more grand and you think you're ready for it, maybe and you know, approach family, approach investors, whoever it may be, mm. ask them for more money and then do it. You know? Yeah. But don't quit your day job for a long, long time. For a long time, yeah. yeah. I remember, you know, Whenever you're working part time or full time, and you have that steady source of income, mm. it's so much easier to trade because you're not re- you're not relying. Yeah, on you're not relying. You're not on relying it. on yourself. You have a bad month this month. That's fine. I'm getting paid here. I'm getting paid there. That's fine. Mm. But whenever you're relying on yourself, it can be a very very tough job being mm. a proprietary trader like that. Yeah, you know? agreed. Agreed. So, a lot of pressure. Yeah, it can be a lot of pressure. Yeah. So yeah, definitely use use that day job to provide you that sense of security yeah. in your head. And obviously polish your craft, you yeah. know, and, and money you can afford. Exactly. And I would say anybody who's looking to do it completely full time, you know, it's maybe beyond the scope of, you know, maybe listening to us. If you're looking to do that completely full time, mm. not even having a day job or nothing, you're probably going to be a very, very good trader anyway. Mm. So you're probably going to be up there with us, maybe even beyond us. Yeah, definitely. You know? And it's, look, there's no reason as to, you know, when I started off, I still try to diversify my income you know you don't we can't rely on one source of income especially in the financial markets they're they're, they're volatile they're months you know where I've, i haven't been paid you yeah. know so diversify your income as yeah. well you know don't quick, just yeah. quick statistic how many sources of income does a millionaire have on yeah. average how many you asking me yeah. uh, i'm gonna say seven six six yeah. okay so that's how many sources they have so if you have one you're not gonna make it yeah have at least six yeah. so don't think that you can quit your day job and go into trading have your day job and trading. Mm. I know guys who run big portfolios, you know, in the group chat I'm in, run big portfolios, run f- full-time positions in companies, you know, at very high levels. Really? Yeah, very high levels. Wow. 10 hours, 10 hours a day. Come home, do a couple of hours work. Now, bear in mind, they obviously don't have much family time or they, some of them yeah, don't that's have the family. Thing, yeah. But if you do have that flexibility, you can still do it. Mm. You know, these guys maybe work from, you know, nine to six, eight to five, eight to six, come home, do a couple of hours work, put a few trades on, you know, and run it. Mm. So it's not impossible. No, it's not. So no, it's not. I, the best thing I would say for people to do would be actually be work a full-time job and trade. You know, yeah. the side by side. If you have a good month of work, good month of trading, you're going to have a very good night out. Yeah, but then on that sense, if you're going to trade, if you're going to trade in that way with, with, with your job, I think obviously you're going to really need to understand your style and strategy because someone like that, I don't think, you can't really day trade. You can't, no. 
you know. If they were coming to do what I do, taking longer term positions, yeah, perfect, yeah. Exactly. Doing a lot of macro work, putting a trade on for two or three months, perfect, yeah. Yeah. That would be a good style. Because one, one thing, you know, if you are going to try and day trade while you're, you're doing your job and then you try, I always say, man, try and avoid where possible trying to trade on your phone because yeah. you don't see the full, big, the bigger picture of things. It's, yeah. You're viewing the chart on a tiny screen. Yeah. The chart's got history on it. You need yeah. to see that to the left as well. You yeah. can't just, you know, just try and trade like that. It's, I've made so many mistakes doing that in exactly. the past, you know. I know as well from my phone, whenever I'm looking at an options chain, all the details aren't there. You haven't got all the deltas, gammas. You haven't mm. got the implied volatility. You have to keep scrolling across. You can mix things up very quick, mm. you know? So that's would be my advice. Yeah. Work a full-time job and maybe do a bit of trading. Or if you're a student in a very fortunate position yeah. to be a student, you can day trade. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, that's you nice. If you have that bit of money, you know? True. Take a student loan and put it in. Many people do it. Yeah, they do, don't they? So many people do. They do. You know? Yeah, I met quite a few students actually when I was when I was visiting um, different uh, trading societies at universities. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them were doing that. Yeah. They, but the thing is, a lot of them were doing that, but they weren't doing the right things on the on the trading front. Yeah. I'm sure they've a lot of them lost their money. Uh, yeah. Shut it out. Student loans went to many trading accounts. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I always put every time the student loan came in, I seen it as an extra bump up to the account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Everybody well, seen it as ten nights out. I seen it. Oh, there's more money for the trading account. Love that, mate. I love that. You know? way of thinking yeah. i wish I, well actually i did i did think i was i was young as well but th no that's good i I, w I wish i encourage more people to be like that yeah you know? it's such a young age to get into trading yeah definitely you can trade with smaller amounts of money and actually learn mm. your university you're not under that pressure to make a lot of money you know a lot of people listening to us now might be you know they might be already in a career they might just want more money yeah that's maybe their motivation and it can be very hard to be in the middle of your career mm. to get that far but when you're a student trying to learn something it's so much easier yeah definitely yeah. So i would definitely definitely encourage students to really get on board agreed and you know what i like look obviously we we have said without being contradictory we have said look trading isn't for everybody yeah. but well, let me tell you something trading has taught me many aspects that i've ca uh, things that uh, traits that i've carried into my everyday life yeah and one of those things being patience yeah i'm telling you um you go back years ago go back five six years ago how erratic i was yeah. how impatient i was uh, and rash yeah. but now i'm just i'm i'm i've I'm, I'm tamed a lot more tamed you know yeah. especially if i'm getting into argu heated arguments with family or with lady you know i'm, I'm controlled i'm controlled and, and i'll keep my emotions in check as best as possible exactly. Do you know what i mean it helps and another good thing i found coming from me was you actually got like a better understanding of the world mm. you know the political systems around the world at different mm. economies i remember before i started trading i had no idea what the difference between a democrat and a republican was yeah, 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 well, fair I, enough. I, I no, you I, wouldn't have. I had no idea. You know, I remember being like 14, 15 here and, you know, Barack Obama talking about Republicans. And, you know, where I come from, if you're a Republican, you're from Ireland, you believe in, mm. you know, Irish unity. That's what you believe in. Mm -hmm. but when he was talking about it, it was a completely different side. Yeah. So whenever you get to hear these things and whenever you start trading, you get involved in this and you see how the world works, you actually then develop even further skills, developing how tax systems yeah, work. Yeah, that's it. You know, Love that. You get a really good understanding of the world. Mm -hmm. So don't think that all's lost if trading isn't for you at the end of it. You still will gain a lot of knowledge for sure. somewhere from it. For sure. Yeah, I've got, no, you do. I've got my little brother. He's he's 17. He's constantly at my neck. He, he He's actually staying up to date with general sort of, uh, you know, economics, geopolitical stuff and, um, he's doing things the right way. I know. I know he's interested in trading because he keeps asking me. He says, Are "You guys doing any internships or anything?" Because yeah. he just wants to learn how to trade. Um, but he's he's doing the right things now. He's yeah. understanding like inflation. He's understanding everything. Yeah. Like it's great. So, um, and I mean, there is another way of getting into trading without mm. even using money. If yeah. you are a student, like you know your brother's position. Mm. What you can do is, if you're studying something finance at university, it doesn't yeah. have to be finance. But if it is, 
You can learn a bit of trading on the background. Then you can maybe go in and work at a bank or a fund. Learn mm. how to trade there. They're going to teach you how to trade. You might be walking as an analyst role. You'll move up to become a junior trader, market maker, might even run a portfolio. After a few years there, you can actually step out, know yeah. how to trade, and you'll have capital. Because you have that. a lot of wages. And I've also seen now that the government are looking to scrap the two-time salary for bonuses. Oh, really? Yeah, in the city. Wow. So bonuses might be going up big time. Wow. So that could be something to look out for. Definitely. So that's nice. A, that, that's another way into it, you know? Mm. Working for a bank, going in, learning how to trade there. And getting the experience. That, that's invaluable experience. You come out and you... You know, if you live the London life, you come out, you might only have a couple of grand to trade with, you know, let's say 10, 20 grand to trade with. Mm. Still a lot of money, but maybe not a lot as you might want. If you say, well, I worked, you know, for this bank for five years and worked, worked for this fund for three years, I ran these portfolios, ran these books, investors are going to be all over you. Yeah. People will throw a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, they will. Very, very they quickly. will. And I'm not talking they might throw 10 or 20 grand. Mm. These people might throw a couple of mil at you yeah. very, very quick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, be careful well, there's in that a lot, sense. Yeah, true. There's well, a lot of money out there. You know, yeah. if you've got if you've got the experience there and, and the record, oh mate, there's loads of cash yeah. out there. People want, you know, want, I've want to. I've been huge amounts of money before. Yeah. You know, like more than I'd be comfortable even trading. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I just had to turn it away. I took yeah. I took a smaller amount. Yeah. But I just said no, I couldn't take that much. No Not yet. Way. Not yet. Yeah. You'll get there. You'll yeah, get there. Of course. Awesome. Yeah. All right, mate. I think I think that wraps it. I think that's yeah. a plenty of value there for people. Yeah. Guys, as a reminder. A lot of the stuff Rory and I are talking about, you know, we've got this knowledge in our heads, you know, that in our head tops there. So catch us at Two Blokes Trading app, ton of value across various asset classes, loads of analysis and education. Rory, that was a good episode. Great, Ken. Thanks very much for having me. All the best. Thanks.